This podcast may contain language that is not suitable for all listeners. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and may not reflect the views and opinions of the hosts. Hello and welcome to another episode of Without Definite Aim. This is a podcast where we use a random topic generator to dictate the convers. Sorry, dictate the direction of the conversation. <laughs> My name is Vinny, and this is a motherfucking monumental episode in the history of the podcast. And I'm joined by. It's I'm like speechless right now because I don't even. <laughs> I don't even know how to react. We haven't done this in so long. I'm 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 your other host, Drew. Um, I'm I'm so happy to be here right now. I'm so happy to be here too. It's been too long. We're in person for the first time in. I mean, the last time we recorded in person, we were talking about like a few, uh, like you know, thirty minutes ago or something. Was I think was in March of twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. So it's been over two years. We just been we just gone into quarantine yeah we were breaking the we were some rules breakers just recording the episode yeah it wasn't it was like it was it was like we were we i think we didn't quite know the severity of it at the time we did yet and we were like man it's not a big deal we'll just we'll meet and then and then like shit hit the fan like that next week after we had met up for the last time. So. I wasn't wearing a mask yet. No, I know we weren't. We weren't. Um, we literally. We it was an episode with Chris. Yep. We went over to his house to record. Yep. And I can't remember. Even I feel like my wife Jen at that time too. She was a little bit like, "Do you think it's okay?" I was like, "Yeah, it's fucking fine." <laughs> <laughs> and then the world told us. And oh no. It's true. The world did say that. But you know who brought us back and gave us faith? Cheers, mate. Aussie button god. The Aussie button fucking god, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was it was funny. We liter- I literally spent the last probably like 45 minutes trying to figure out how to do the technical side of recording with two mics in the same room. But we all know this podcast wouldn't be anything without a few technical difficulties. I mean, it's honestly, it's like it's a staple at this point. It's a cornerstone of this podcast. Is we all know that the technical side of things not uh, don't always let's just work say out. it's not our forte. No, that's okay. But we always make it work. It's all about the content. <laughs> it is all it about is. the content. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's surreal. I haven't seen Drew since March. Of uh, well, there was one time you came to pick up equipment. I think. Yeah, we we yeah. I I think I came to pick up the mic. Yeah. And mic stand right before or when we decided to start keep doing it remotely. Yes. And it was it was like an awkward like it wasn't awkward because Vinny and I are never awkward together. But it was just like it was just like I pulled into his driveway. He handed me a bag like through my passenger window, and we were both just like. Hey, what's up, man? Did I have a Miss mask you? on? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm a, I think I put one on too. Yeah. It's Strange been a weird fu- it's been a weird fucking couple of years, but we're like kind of finally at a spot where, you know, hopefully we can we can do this a little bit more. Well, and we're living with COVID, like we know that. It's true. It's a it's a thing. We know how to handle it. You know, we're we're both fully vaxxed, which I think I read somewhere that the second booster shot might be available soon, right? Uh, I know my kids just got approved to get... Uh, my kids personally, nobody else's kids. Yeah. My kids <laughs> personally. Vinny's kids are the lab rats for the second <laughs> booster shot, actually. They're... No, they just got approved to get... I think kids like a month ago, maybe, or two months ago, got approved for their third shot. Oh, for the booster? Yes, because my kids have had two shots. Yeah, okay. The two shots, but they, I think boosters weren't a thing for kids. For up kids, until yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Because uh, now I think they're talking about doing it, uh, making a second booster shot available for the adults. I'm not throwing my mother under the bus. Maybe a little bit. She's old enough to have already got her fourth shot. Yeah. <laughs> not going to say her age. Not. Yeah. I'll leave her the mystery. But 
probably not going to get a Christmas gift or maybe not even a call for my birthday because of that. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> you know, it might take her a little while to start listening to our podcast again because <laughs> we've been off for so long. That's an, that's another update. Right. You know, we took a little break. I, I, Vinny, we were texting back and forth trying to figure out when to record again. And Vinny, like the fucking champ he is, goes, you enjoy being a married man for a month and we'll reconvene in, in early July. And that's, that's what we're doing. That's what we do. And I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed being a married man. I have missed you. I've missed you too. But we got to hug it out today. It's true. We did. That was important to me. And then Drew coughed in my mouth. <laughs> Vinny asked me to do that. So, <laughs> um, all right. Before we get deep in the episode, there's uh, anybody that knows. There's only one uh, sponsor of this podcast that we ever talk about, uh, but we love them to death. Uh, and they were established in 1992 uh, and based in Brisbane. Bentec is Australia's only manufacturer of the stainless steel tube. The company then takes the tube in various shapes and manufactures grab rails, handrails, boat rails. And let me just let me just take <laughs> off my hat and read what's on my hat. <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. And a range of other products for the aged care, disability, and transport markets. You can find all their wonderful products and more at www.bentech.com.au. Thank you, Ben Tech. Bendy Boys for life. Thank you, Ben Ben Tech. Yes, Bendy Boys through the thick and thin. That's for sure. True. I don't know how many sponsors out there sponsor the podcast through the pandemic, but Ben Tech. They've came been with through. us. They've been with us uh, since basically since the beginning. Since yeah, it's, it, from day one, baby. Day one. Um, speaking of speaking of my hat, do, do you ever wear your uh, I Captain hat? I, I feel do, like I never but because see you wear I wear it. a hat at work that can't be branded i don't wear it i I wear it on a day off but i, I wear guess. i wear it almost every day <laughs> it's not it is the comfy i hat, love though. it i it's it's the perfect i i've really grown to love the uh backwards dad hat look yeah because i'm a backwards hat guy we know this yeah see drew is a backwards hat guy <laughs> but i've kind of graduated from the flat bill you know, snapback look. I'll I'll pull that out every once in a while when douchebag Drew needs, <laughs> <laughs> when douchebag Drew needs to make an appearance. I, it, it comes out every once in a while. Maybe he's taking a trip to Vegas, just smoking some ciggies, smoking dude, chain smoking <laughs> some darts, and you know, backwards hat gets broken out. Every but. just answer me this: Anytime you go to Vegas, is there a ciggy smoking? incident does it like is it reoccurring in i know it's like a vegas thing now right like you yeah go to no. vegas you've had a few drinks in yeah you, you what are you playing some craps i don't know what do you play in vegas usually, i don't know enough about usually, gambling usually we usually uh, it usually gets broken out at the video poker oh, you know god that's like at the end that's what's getting real seedy at the end of the it's, night yeah well it's at the beginning of the night for me because <laughs> vegas is mostly a seedy experience for okay. drewski but <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, so we break it out at the video poker table. You're right. I have to get a couple drinks in me to really, you know, get going. Because um, you know, ment- mentally, when you're sober, you're not ready for a dart. But when you get, a, you know, you get a what little kind loose. Of, uh, what kind of cigarette are you smoking? I don't know enough about smoking. It's, uh, it's not- my usually it's Camel Lights. Okay, I was gonna say you're a menthol kind of guy. Don't. <laughs> Don't ever label me as a menthol guy. Come on. I thought you thought better of me, Vinny. We're talking about the fact that I smoke cigarettes in Vegas. You don't think you don't think highly of me? What makes a cigarette light versus... I, don't, I have no idea. Like, why are they like... It's not like it's Diet Coke. Like, we know it has some kind of alternative sugar in it. Or Like, what, do they put less nicotine in it? Like, I literally couldn't tell you. <laughs> I just, it's like, it's for whatever reason, I just went to camel, they're camel blues. It's the blue pack of camels and that's what I get. I always wonder. Is it a taste thing? I don't know. Yeah, I don't don't know. I don't know. I've, for anybody that doesn't know, fun fact about me, I've said it before on the podcast, but I've never smoked a cigarette before, so. Yeah, you don't need to either. It's not. Just, I don't have a desire. Yeah, it's not one of those life experiences. If there was any time I was curious about it, it was probably in my teens. And even then, like, I don't know if it was having like a. My uh, stepmom smoked, and I don't know if that always put me off, but. Let's see. 
They use fil- cellulose acetate filters to trap the tar, and they use a highly porous cigarette paper to allow toxic chemicals to escape, and ventilation holes in the filter tip to dilute smoke with air. Every part of that says light speaks light to me. It does. It's like it's like we're gonna lessen the cancerous effects of cigarettes. We're gonna but lighten, still give you that we're nice gonna lighten smooth, the load. Smooth taste. <laughs> I, I honestly, I would have to do like a cigarette taste test to understand the difference between a regular and a... I used to smoke the... When I when it was really bad and I was smoking like every day, it was the Marble, Mar, Marlboro Reds, but the like the... They're 100, so they're longer... Ooh. They're a longer cigarette. I don't, and I don't know what... I don't know why I started on that, but... It was just the thing to do. I thought I was cool. <laughs> We call those the, we call the in the cigarette community in the cigarette smoker community those are called cowboy killers. Oh, because cow because cowboy smoke. cowboy smoke them. Yeah, I thought I was thought it was going to be something cute like in the, the smoking community we call these smoking a long boy, <laughs> a long <laughs> sucking on a long boy. <laughs> God, <laughs> sucking on a long boy. Yeah. Uh, um. Okay. I was going to say something else that I've totally forgotten about. Maybe I'll come back to it. That's okay. I think it's time to get to the random it's topic. Time, it's time to yep. get to the random topic. If generally. you've forgotten, because we've been away for quite some it's time. It's true. Um, we have a random topic generator. We do. We're going to press the button. We have not heard the topic before. Uh, and we're di- we're going to discuss it. So uh, are you ready to get the show on the road? I'm ready to do it. Smash, back in person? Back in person. Smash that button. All right. Here we go. Tonight's in-person random topic is the apocalypse. <laughs> we're getting real. We're getting real dirty with it. We're just going back in hot and heavy. Yeah. The apocalypse. Are do you we, ever think about what you would do in an apocalypse scenario? I, funnily enough, I feel like I've thought about this. I don't know if it's like a healthy amount. I've thought about it. You've thought about it. I think I've thought about it more in the context of zombies because I feel like that's yeah. kind of like an apocalypse, right? It's a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, I mean, I, that's all. I mean, I feel like that's like dictated by the type of TV that was on for a while. You it's know, true. Like yeah, with the, the Walking, Walking Dead. Dead yeah, yeah, and yeah. There was like the mo- did you did you ever watch World War Z with the with yes. Brad Pitt? I only ever watched it once though because I remember thinking it's a good it was, one. Yeah, it's good. You didn't like it. I think because I've always liked zombie culture, it didn't pull me in as much as other films, but I yeah. liked it. I did like it. Well, that one was a weird one because the zombies were like gnarly. Like, I wonder if it put you off because you're like, I couldn't survive this. Well, fast zombies are fucking scary. They were like climbing hundred foot walls. And making ladders out of each other. Yeah. I think... Because that's always the, 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 the beef in the zombie community is like, if zombies were real, I think from a scientific standpoint, as much as I'm not a fucking scientist or a doctor, <laughs> like a very you didn't know Vinny's so- uh, got his PhD in z- zombology. <laughs> zombology? <laughs> that sounds like a weird instrument that you pay. Zombology. A, zom- a zomball. I, I, I play the zom- zomball. The zomball? Um, no, I, I feel like from the standpoint of like, you think about the science and the way our bodies work, that if you were a zombie, it makes sense that you're slower because the body is basically decomposing, right? Right. Yeah. Because the, the scientific basis for zombology, (laughs) I feel like, I feel like when we're analyzing (laughs) what makes you a zombie, it usually is some virus that kills off most of your brain yes and the only thing that the only thing really that that works are maybe some really basic motor skills right because it still almost kicks in like stuff. an animal instinct and then and exactly and then right. and then the the desire to feed yes right and those are like the only things that work is like driving factor motor motor skills so you can still move a, a little bit but outside of that it's eating and I, some like sensory issue with loud noises. Why do zombies always hate loud noises? Yeah, right. They're like a siren. We got to get to it. Um, I also found with my extensive knowledge of zombology. 
of that Dr. Bornin over here. <laughs> I feel someone told me what someone yeah. told me my life once that I sound like I don't know why people are like that sounds like a doctor's name. I was like, it does fucking the why it does. does it really? Dr. Bornin. Paging Dr. Bornin <laughs> to Dr. room seven. Dr. We need Bornin. a zombologist expert. <laughs> I also tend to think that with that, though, I feel like the eyesight would start to go out. Like, I think zombies, even that, like like you said, it's based on basic things. Like, I think smell, for the most part, I think if the brain is decomposing, going out the toilet. Yeah. So, I think there's maybe basic hearing. Yeah, right. But I even think sight starts to go out. Yeah, maybe point. it's like almost a vibration, like a, like you turn into bats. Did you ever something? play that game, The Last of Us? No, I'm not a big horror game guy. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. There's one thing you don't know about Drew. Doesn't really do horror. No, I don't. Stranger I don't. Things is pushing it. And even even more so, like like playing a video game horror, like I just have no interest in that. I don't I never played that game. But I love the theory around the zombies in that is that there is a fungal virus or mushroom that infects insects. And basically takes control of them. Got it. Um, and I don't know to what degree it takes control of them, but basically they they basically start to die and it takes over and does the thing it needs to get to a place right. to, to regrow. But right. that's what the zombies are in this world, which is kind of a believable yeah. scenario to a degree. It's like a parasite that... Yeah. But those zombies from memory, and someone can email hate mails to us about me getting this wrong and butchering it, but... A lot of them in that game, because the mushrooms take over and basically grow at their eye sockets and stuff, it's all based on vibration and sound. Like, that's yeah. that's that's how they kind of echolocate and, and hear things to... Yeah, I'm wondering if, if, if in that scenario, like, would that zombie eventually die at some point when the parasite is able to move on to a new host? Well, that's the whole thing with these mushrooms in the insects, is that they're just getting trying to get to the right place so that the mushrooms can stay alive and take over another host. Mm to lay their mushrooms to create spores and infect yeah. something else somewhere down the line. Right, because I feel like most most zombie culture movies and, and stories, the only way a zombie dies is if they're killed, right? Like, Well, brain too, damage to the brain. Right. Yeah. So, like, Walking Dead, the only way you kill... The only way you end a zombie is a, a headshot, yep. essentially, right? Or Damage. Yeah. Extensive damage. So, like, theoretically, those zombies would live... I guess until the body decays yes. enough, right? Yeah. Which would, I guess, be about normal life, a length of a life, right? Or maybe a little longer. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's the weird thing with the zombies, right? Like, obviously, as far as we know, they're not real. Well, not now. But um, it's one of those things, like, we can only speculate, I guess, about... It's true. Even the even the world's <laughs> most renowned zombologist doesn't have the answers. Oh. <laughs> Dr. Bornin, you're full of shit, Dr. Bornin. <laughs> Paging Dr. Bornin. Dr. Bornin, please leave room four. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, so what, so yeah, so you were saying we've thought about this a lot. Well, I feel like What's I've thought about it in the context of like, like, I feel like, I think it's like high ground, like I'm going to Star Wars here, but you got to have the high ground. You got to have. Don't advantage. try it, Anakin. I have the high ground. You <laughs> underestimate my power. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars quotes for it's you. It's true, and I mean it's yeah. appropriate. Obi Wan just finished. Um, I haven't. I still haven't seen that. It's good. Watched it. I've heard mixed reviews, but I'll, I'll watch it. We'll I'll give it a watch. Look, let's just say this: Star Wars fans are fucking toxic as fuck. So, That's true. Yeah, uh, it's very. True. I'm at this point in my life, like having been deprived of Star Wars for Listen, so many years. Let's be as honest. Vinny's not the the barometer for. I'm really how, not. I'm he's very so easily, easily entertained. So I'll yeah. watch it and I'll give you my honest. I listen. I had a segment on here for a long time called Drew's Unpopular Opinion. I am opinionated, so we'll see. He's gonna I, watch it, and if he's he's gonna bring it back, if he. I to be honest, really quick, just to finish the Star Wars thing, I have I did have a little bit of like Star Wars fatigue with all the different shows. Like I still haven't watched Boba, Boba Fett. Um, I I didn't even watch the second season of Mandalorian. Which I feel like you're going to crucify me for. No, no, no. But. It's it's a good one, but yeah, that's fair. And then, it's a lot. so then now we have Obi Wan. Was there another one in there somewhere? Uh, the next one that's coming out is the prequel to Rogue One. Sorry, and it's going to be a movie. It's called Andor. No, it's a series. Oh, Cassian. Yeah, I think the yeah. show is called Andor, and it's all about 
the rebellion at at its very beginning, like the all the dirty all the dirty work yeah. they had to do to basically become. I think I just the show the shows are a little bit. I don't know. They're a little bit long. I I would I would prefer movies. I think at that point with all of this like canon stuff. Yeah. Essentially, like I would prefer spinoff movies as opposed to shows mm. because I don't. I don't know that I really... I'm not a big enough Star Wars fan to invest a full season or multiple seasons of kind of stuff that's outside of the... Pretty far outside of the main story. Although it does contribute, I understand. Yeah. But... Oh, look, some of them we definitely don't need shows about. I mean, I think Mandalorian was awesome and, like, all the ground it broke and what we knew, like, a Star Wars show could be. But I don't disagree. I mean... I've just been deprived as a Star Wars fan for so long. Like, I'm happy to, like... And some's better, some's better than... Like, Book of Boba Fett was good, but it wasn't yeah. great. You know, it wasn't The Mandalorian, but... You know what I've appreciated? I feel like there's been kind of a, a 360, 180. I feel like people are starting to appreciate the prequel movies for what they were now. now. Well, I think it's one of those things, right? When something has has the age that it yeah. does now like people kind there's of there's like, nostalgia yeah and I, I feel like that might yeah. happen with like the newest trilogy too like that definitely like i gotta go back and watch those movies because i haven't really watched them outside of the theaters and i i really i actually enjoyed all of those movies no i like them all too like but uh you know those fans obviously like that those movies have like a lot of mixed opinions like very very mixed opinions i just gave the biggest eye roll That's but okay um there's one specific opinion that I think we both know whose opinion I'm talking about, but it all centers around like his issues with a strong female character lead. It's true. Yeah. It's weird. Well, I, that's what people think like Disney as a whole company, not even like Star yeah, Wars true. is pushing like, this like female agenda or, or yeah. And I think yeah. a lot of like, that's, that's a, that's a big thought with like a lot of fans of, yeah. of properties that Disney are pushing out and, it's just sad that that can't be a norm and we can't push that because right. there are girls that watch this stuff. But yeah, it's kind of a... Uh, so anyways, back to Zombology. Um, so you have you... to have the high ground. Okay. So For me. Where, so like any apoc- you... any Not even zombie apocalypse. Yeah. I think apocalypse period. Yeah. Granted, if it's like climate change apocalypse. Like a nuclear apocalypse You probably don't like want that. a high ground. You probably want the low ground. You probably want bunker ground. Yeah. But I think the adva- if you can have the advantage of... Being able to see more so you can see if there's a threat coming, that's a number one for me. Yeah. Whether it's like having a two-story house, barricading the bottom, you know, booby-trapping right. the bottom uh, level and living in the top level. But I think that's like a number one. What about you, Apocalypse? What's your number one? Uh, I'm getting the heck out of Dodge. I got You got to get to secluded Oh, a remote area. area. You got to go yeah, I agree into with the that. mountains. Yes. You got to go... You got to get out of this. I mean, we all we both live in suburbs. Yeah, you know, outside of San Diego, and you you can't fuck around where it's highly populated. You have yes. to leave. I know it's probably controversial. I also think, I think weapons are a necessity to some degree, sure. but I also think it's an eventual dead end because we all know ammunition is going to become impossible to find. Right. And people are going to kill to find it. Yeah. I don't know if you're in a safer position to not have it and have people potentially back off because you are unarmed. But I... And maybe you don't even need it. If you go into such a secluded place, maybe you don't even need it at the end of the day too. So... Yeah. I just feel like weapons is just a headache I don't want to have to worry about. Yeah. I mean, I feel like my zombie apocalypse is looks through the lens of what the walking dead was so much right i feel like that was such a good representation of what could happen in a zombie apocalypse yeah um and yeah i mean i mean ultimately the whole theme of the show is it turn it's turns into people on people right and weapons is certainly one of those conflicts yeah that you that you deal with yeah so to minimize that would be ideal. I still, I do think that you, to at least initially to like get out of the suburbs and stuff, 
it would be beneficial to have something like a like a uh, like a gun gun you know and i don't i'm not a big gun guy i've never shot any guns like i don't we don't obviously don't have them but that would it wouldn't be high on my priority list because again number one (laughs) oh my god he just i'm sure just startled my cats not sure not sure where they are um Number one priority is getting just leaving. So it's not yes. like I'm going to stop off to get a gun somewhere. But no. hey, if you got it, flaunt it. Right. Um, okay. So high grounds. I, I, I agree with secluded area. Um, weapons, I think to a degree, at least to escape. I think surrounding yourself with people you can trust, which I think yeah. is hard because who knows who's died, but... I think you see anybody that's successful in those um, scenarios, well, obviously most of it comes from popular culture and movies that yeah. we've read or comic books, but I think all has always surrounded themselves with like someone, there's a doctor in the team or multiple mm. doctors, you mm-hmm. know, maybe there's people that are better at like foraging and hunting, you know, so I feel like that's an integral part of yeah. like creating your own little community where yeah. everybody supports each other and you have strengths and where there's weaknesses, someone else can feel... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've thought about that a, uh, a little bit, like in in in, and not even specific to zombie apocalypse, but in the in a scenario, some apocalyptic scenario where society devolves greatly. Like I don't have any of those skills. I don't. I don't know how to hunt. I barely know how to fish. I don't. You know, herbology. What I'm not. I don't know about plants. Uh, probably couldn't. I probably could figure out how to farm. Doesn't seem too hard, but I've never done it. Like, what skills do I have to be able to be valuable in that sort of society? You know, well, I could sell you things. I'm really good at selling things. <laughs> I'm a salesman. <laughs> See this rusty old piece of shit right here? I know <laughs> you want this. Let me tell you. You might not think you need it. Let me tell you why you do. You know what, though? But if we, like, I think when I think of the core of an apocalypse, I think of, like, wasteland desert. Like, mm-hmm. that that's, like, the generic apocalypse that I think of. And in that point, I think, for the most part, like, civilization is... And that's it's the fucked. world. Like, that's the reality, I feel like, of what, what is happening with, like, climate change. Right. Uh, I feel like that that's the well, way... Well, and, like, the fact that we, like, teeter on nuclear war all the time, it yeah. feels like. You know, yeah. like, that could... Who know? We start setting off atomic bombs everywhere like who knows what that does to the climate right. you know and the atmosphere and shit like there's i mean i'm sure people actually do know what would happen but well at that point you just have to come to terms that your lover is probably going to be called frank he's probably been mutated <laughs> by nuclear he's waste got, to some degree he's got three penises he's got and three you're gonna penises? have to deal with them all yeah you're gonna have to please them all that's just a fact Listen, I don't, you're gonna have to work out how to give three hand jobs at once, and who, just get creative. Okay? I've only got two holes. I don't know. <laughs> Drew's only got two holes, but Frank's gonna find a third. Um, yeah, I just hope it's the right one. <laughs> Jesus, Frank, uh, and not all of his penises are in the same spot too. He's got one on his arm. Yeah, no, I, I did. That's. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking about penis deformations, they're not going to be just like a three-headed dog down there. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I feel like that's... If it's like wasteland desert apocalypse, like, if everybody's fucked at that point. Yeah. Like, Well, food... I mean, food, the, food, the whole food thing is like... That's where even I think you were talking about like hunting skills and fishing skills. Like at that point, if it's like nuclear waste and like climate change yeah, related, you, know, you thing, don't even have that. No, no one's yeah. going to be able to hunt anyway. Basically, you're going to be looking for shitty old fucking canned food. We're going to be hunting deers with three penises, <laughs> <laughs> or you know, uh, deers with you know multiple heads. It's true. Could happen. Uh, at that point, I'd be more worried about getting a can of food that has like salmonella or something. And dying from food Could you poisoning. imagine just dying from salmonella? Like, yeah. that's what people died Suck. of, like, in the 1800s, 1700s, before <laughs> modern medicine. Like, shit, I have diarrhea. I'm I'm dying. Yeah. Right. Dehydration from fucking yeah. diarrhea from shitting your brains out. Wasn't there... I feel like there was something related to diarrhea in World War II that soldiers were getting. Dysentery? Is mm-hmm. that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Where you basically just shit your brains out and... 
that was always one of the things that you could die from on the Oregon Trail. Did you ever play no, the Oregon I Trail? No, I didn't. My wife that makes ju- sense because you're not American. It's so uh, right, I know. I don't. I, I wish there was Australia Trail. <laughs> I don't even know what it'd be called. It wouldn't be called Australia. Well, I guess it would because Oregon's like literally. Oh, because it be says you go to Oregon, New right? South That's, Wales Trail. <laughs> New South Wales Trail. <laughs> <laughs> do you like my knowledge of like one state? In uh, I do actually. Like, I'm very impressed that you know yeah. what New South Wales is. I don't know where it is. I just know it's a state. It's south. One of the biggest states too in Australia as well. It's quite a large state. What uh, big cities in New South New Th- South Wales? Actually, one of the most famous Australian cities. Um, Cooper Pedy. Yes. Uh, I don't actually. No, I think Cooper Pedy is Northern Territory. I don't know. I'm gonna. Get, I'm fucking like butchering Australian uh, geography right now uh, with an Australian accent. Yes. By the way. Yeah. Too fucking right, mate. <laughs> um, Crikey. Drew was about to grab Aussie Button God, but I beat him to it. <laughs> he beat me to it, and it was uh, the perfect response that we needed. It was the perfect uh, response. Uh, Sydney is... Okay. Yeah. I couldn't... I, I'm not sure that I could tell you any other states. Where's Melbourne? Melbourne's in Victoria. I, I was going to say Victoria. Yeah. I was going to say that. Queensland? Queensland is uh, a state, too. Uh, that's the top right-hand corner of Australia. Okay. Tropical up there. The whole top part of Australia is tropical. Yeah. Foresty. Rainforests. Rainforests. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful tropical humidity. Yeah. You Humid. take a shower. You come in the shower. You still feel moist. Yeah. Moist. <laughs> moist. I like that. Um, can we just get something on the record, by the way? Yes. Uh, we're talking about this apocalypse and how we would survive. Yes. Like, just, I just want everyone to know on the record... I'm not making out of I'm not making it out of the first couple months oh, of an don't, apocalypse. Don't play your diabetes card. I'm playing my diabetes <laughs> card. Honest to God, we've I've had a conversation with my wife about this because she works at a hospital. The the first thing that she's doing, I'm leaving. She's rating the insulin at a hospital so that we have enough insulin to last for a little bit. You know, did something monumental happen with insulin recently? Yes. Cool news, current events section yes. of Without Definite Aim. <laughs> Tonight on current events with Without Definite Aim. Um, no, the the recent news was that California is going to manufacture their own insulin. Um, Gabby, Gabby Newsom, dude, baby. fucking Gabby, A lot bro. of people are kind of on the fair. I like Gabby Whatever. Newsom, dude. I Listen, mean, okay, look, in during the pandemic, you've he got, ate at a fancy restaurant, okay? Come on. You, you've got your hair slicked back. You look a little bit like a douchebag. But hey, if you're going to, manuf- if you're going to, you know, set some money aside for, for your boy, I'm, I'm down with it. I love that. No, I have, probably no other state is doing that either. It'll take oh, them a I don't bit think so. No. Bandwagon, no. So they're, they're going to, um, because the the price of insulin is marked up so insanely, the, the the pharmaceutical companies make a shit ton of money on insulin. It's not actually it's not that expensive to make. Um, I think one of those vials costs around like eight to ten dollars to make, and they you know they just gouge the shit. Like my so I pay and I have pretty good coverage for insulin for three month for nine vials. I pay $150. So if you're thinking like eight bucks a vial, it should be 70 something dollars. Mm. And that's a three month supply. So, and I pay 150. So they, they basically are making double. We should go to the point where it was like people were like making moonshine insulin. <laughs> Back out steals. Of- <laughs> did you know that, that insulin is actually um, created by bacteria? I the, feel like the I have. Synthetic insulin before. is. Yeah, yeah. is created by e coli like poop. the bacteria e coli yeah it's, it's weird insulin is poop, poop pretty is, much poop is insulin yeah it's in your body at <laughs> anyways so uh but yeah that was that was pretty cool yeah okay so spending a shit ton of money on that to do that but anyways drew's wife yeah, Haley. she's rating insulin uh she's, caches nurse. she's at, rating. at <laughs> hospitals she's going in for the insulin <laughs> yep Okay. Hopefully she's got a big backpack. I also, I also, I also, I like diabetes aside, I just, it's a numbers game. So like in these shows, like what percentage of humanity actually survives the initial outbreak? It's true. You know, I've got COVID twice already. So clearly my immune system wouldn't be able to handle a zombie virus. (laughs) 
<laughs> Am I going to be immune? I, I know it's... You know what I love the idea about the, the zombie virus, though, is that basically at the point that it becomes a thing, everybody has it. It's just a matter of dying for the virus to take over and do oh, what true. it does. I love that. I, I mean, even though I don't want to become a zombie, I love the idea that basically we're all got it. You're just a, a ticking time bomb. At the moment you die, the virus... Would you have a hard time shooting me in the head if I was a zombie coming at you? Oh, fuck. Or would you just do God, it? God, that's the roughest thing. When you see like everybody and people in the shows that do that Dude. shit to love one, I'm like, I remember God, that is fucked. In The Walking Dead, it's like for, it's first season, first or second season, and you see... Um, Oh my God! What is his name? He's he's uh, the African American dude that Rick runs into. Oh, who was his neighbor? Yeah, and then they he meet they he meets up later, and he's like a samurai guy. Oh yes, he's yeah, he had yeah, to whatever. Kill. His well, he is. was still living with his wife or kids or something, and he had them like chained up. Yeah. So and but he but he but his wife he saw his wife on the streets or something and there was a whole thing where he like had to snipe her you know in the head shoot her in the head god that's been a long time since i watched that yeah um that's rough that'd be hard i mean i feel like i don't know about me per se and there's there's a running joke that i have this alter ego that's a serial killer <laughs> i don't even fucking I've know never why t- i've never said that about no you. i know you've never said that about me it's like a running joke with like Friends people who don't, pe- yeah, people, people who that, don't actually know you, yeah, people that don't know me, and I just play along with them. Ha <laughs> ha, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, you're gonna die. <laughs> um, but uh, I feel like in those circumstances, got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. If you got to cry through it, cry through it. You got to cry through it. You know, if but you're hack- gone. hacking away with the fucking uh, machete, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is why is he so juicy? <laughs> My sincere apologies. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's rough. I know you could shoot me in the head. <laughs> I'm not worried that. about that. I no, know I don't. Could no, you could there. shoot me in the head, and I would not take it personal. Right. Wife and kids, that's a totally different story. Oh, my God. Uh, we don't even need to brutal. think about it. We don't even need to think hell, about that it. That is brutal, dude. I could you just see, like, imagine, like, people in zombies movies where they're, like, holding back their kids, trying to fucking bite them. And they're just like, you know, they've got the gun at their, their head. It's just like, God, that is fucking rough. Yeah. Brutal. Or in uh, I Am Legend when he has to kill his dog. Oh. That, that's a rough one. Um, How did you feel about that zombie movie? I liked it. And I, I we may have, may, I don't know, if at this point, we've been recording the podcast so long. I feel like there's some things we've talked about it. That, that uh, was a novel, I Am Legend. Mm. And I think it had two movie versions. One that was black and white with Vincent Price. Oh, like an old one. Yeah. And one in the 70s, I believe, with Charlton uh, Charlton Heston. Heston? Is that his name? Charles Heston? Charles, he- Charles Heston? I don't know. Whatever his name is. Uh, there was a 70s. The one with Vincent Price, I think, is I Am Legend. And the one with uh, Charles Heston or Charlton Heston uh, is called Omega Man. But it's mm. based on the same story. But that's weird because the the vampire zombies they're kind of conscious to yeah. a degree right um yeah and then we have the will smith version obviously yeah. i like that yeah those yeah. are scary zombies too yes yes but those are those are those might be of the scariest zombies because they are semi-conscious and learn yes and have some capability like mental capability still so th- if anybody doesn't know, like I said, I I watched a lot of horror. If you didn't already know that, um, <laughs> what the, the Godfather serial killer Vinny has seen a lot of horror. The Godfather of uh, zombies is George R. Romero. He created what is considered to be the first zombie movie, which is Night of the Living Dead. The one thing he explored through the kind of history of his movies, because he did Night of the Living Dead. He did um, Dawn of the Dead and then Day of the Dead. That was like his trilogy. Played all those video, I played all those shooters right? in arcades and stuff. Right. Yeah. The one thing he explored going later into his movies was that zombies maybe had a memory of their past. Oh, interesting. So they... He explores it the most in Day of the Dead, which he filmed in the 80s, I think, uh, where there's a zombie that they capture and they're experimenting on and they put headphones on him and he's responding to the sound of the music. Oh, interesting. Uh, and he kind of went, like, the deeper he went into the zombie genre 
as a creator, he explored that, which I always thought was kind of cool yeah. and and groundbreaking. That you yeah. know maybe there was something there, some distant memory, even though right. they were still driven by like hunger and animalistic like instincts. That maybe there was still something distant there that they held on to to some degree. Right. But I like to think that I would survive in these scenarios. I really don't know though, to be honest. Like right. I like to think that. I have enough, but at the end of the, at the end of the day too, like I've hunted in my life, I've fished, but it's not something I do consistently. And if, like you said, if it's, if it's like nuclear, we're fucked. Yeah, we're all like, fucked. yeah. Like you have, to, then you have to rely on food source. You're probably going to die of some fucking tumor or cancer from yeah. uh, nuclear exposure anyway. Um, How did you like the, did you like the book of Eli? Cause that's a, that's I've actually a never classic. seen that with, uh, you gotta watch it with, uh, I, I can't i'm blanking on his denzel denzel yeah and denzel washington yeah and i think i think mila kunis is the female lead in that one i don't know why but i just i like denzel too i just that's one of those movies i just oh, somehow i missed it and i don't know dude. it was in the means of like us moving to australia or having kids or something whenever i don't know when that movie so came good. out but um yeah, I don't know where I stand in that. You know, I obviously, right, those the scenarios in that we always talk about. And I feel like we've talked about this maybe with Chris. I remember ever we talked about like Chris saying about like you come between Vinny and his fucking family, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, right. But there's so many like variables and people just being insane. Yeah. And I feel like I'm not even like taking a shit on America, but America is already insane. Right. Particularly like everything that's happened recently that there's so many other people I'd already trust that already exist in society that maybe even like don't even live that far away from me with like guns. Yeah, and totally. Yeah. That I just could imagine it being an absolute mess. Yeah. The, the nuclear apocalypse would be rough, but the book of Eli does a good job of that kind of depiction. It basically, it feels like you're, it's, it's a, it's a little Western-y, which is cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, I'm a sucker for a Weston. I'm. I gotta. I gotta. That's gotta be your homework for this week. Oh, because okay. You gotta. You gotta watch the Book of Eli. All right. All right. It's a good one. The two things I want to see that I haven't is I want to see the Lightyear movie. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Um, and I, I I've liked the look of that movie since it came out. Like just the trailers that's and gotten everything. Some stick too, right? Like I feel like yeah, because once again, it's like. It's Disney, like and obviously, I, Story. I think I think I've heard that there's like a same sex relationship in it or something, and people are obviously just being dumbasses about that shit. Which you know, it's like, why am I not surprised? Speaking of same sex relationships, I don't know if this is a spoiler, but maybe, maybe not. So we both finished Stranger Things. Is Vecna four. daddy? Is that what you're saying? No, <laughs> but maybe. Did his head look like a penis? Yes. He's got penises he's all got over his body. If you look. I mean, talk about three penis he's Frank. Like he's, like, he's all penis. I've seen some veiny penises in my day. His might be the veiniest. Yeah. We don't call him phallic Vecna for no for nothing. Uh, did you get the kind of hints that Will was gay? For Everybody Mike? said that. I, I mean, I felt like it was more a friend that felt disconnected to me. I'm not opposed to exploring that, but I've always liked like Mike and else thing anyway like i right. like that relationship but people said that and i guess i in looking into it maybe because he could, always there's a lot of like longing looks towards mike that are a little bit more than like friendship it yeah, feels like i i didn't really think too much into it because there was enough going in in that in the in season four right. that i um there was yeah there was a lot going on i didn't really look into it but i mean it is I don't know whether it's scratching on the surface or there's something more yeah. to it. Like I'm all about that. And I think we should be more open about that and have that more prevalent in shows with characters mm -hmm. that, you know, this is a reality of, you know, the world and yeah. it's not something that should be hidden. So yeah, I wasn't sure it wasn't, I mean, it obviously it wasn't obvious, right? Like you don't, I don't think it was like, no, I mean, I could but, see where people started talking about that. Um, but I didn't think it was um, like you said, I didn't think it was like as prevalent as people put it out there. It I definitely mean, wasn't the um, other gay relationship that they were exploring with Robin. Oh, yeah. No, but, I mean, that, that, that was, was obvious. obvious that she, that yeah, was, I mean, she came, obviously that happened in season three. Right. Where she came out and said that 
you know, she was a lesbian. Yeah, that's a, that's a whole that's that's obviously like very out in the open. Yeah. But. Um. Anyways, uh, any last thoughts about the apocalypse? Um, are you hoping? Given the choice, are you going nuclear or are you going zombie? I feel like I have to. I know zombies is fucked, but like in the <laughs> scenarios that you have to, I feel like I have to pick zombies because yeah, I feel like you have more of a chance. I feel like you have more of a chance. Habitat is not, you know, like nature is not like totally just fucked, dis- fucked yeah. and poisoned. I know. So yeah. there's a chance to at least still like forage, hunt, uh, survive, survive. But yeah, yeah I, uh, I feel like I'd have to go zombie. I know zombies yeah. like fucked and like maybe you have to kill your loved one. Um, Chances of survival though seem higher. I would agree, hundred yeah. percent. Plus, there's like less unknown about a zombie apocalypse. I feel like. Oh, you mean in terms of like, just like nuclear, nu- a nuclear apocalypse? You could like l- legitimately like eat a deer and then die. Or oh something. yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, and you're just like, yeah, like from... what, like, or you eat a fish that had like was in nuclear waste. Yes, and. All of a sudden, you have cancer and you die three weeks later. Um, it feels zombie apocalypse feels a little bit more straightforward. Of like, just I just don't can't get bitten by those things. But if we if it's fast zombies, we're all fucked. Yeah, you know, in World War Z. Speak, speaking of World War Z, the whole thing with that one is if you have a terminal illness, they don't attack you. I oh, wonder, I feel like I remember that too. I wonder if I get. I wonder if type one diabetes kind of maybe they're not like, the best this. host. They're like this guy's got fucking sugar ice. He's fuck gonna off. die at some point. Yeah, probably earlier than the rest of us. I don't want to eat this guy. He's not candy. Yeah. Um. I might yeah, be okay I remember there. that where they yeah. back off with someone and I, yeah, it was I, like some kid who had cancer or something like that. That's so that. fucked. The zombies are like, sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're gonna die anyway. So they're like, this is a plain bread roll that's stale. This man over here is a plate of caviar. Yeah. And they went for the caviar. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I can't remember. World War Z was a book as well. Yes. It was a good book. That was actually written by, you know, um, Brooks, who did like Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein. Mm. And he was a director. It's actually his son, Max Brooks, I believe, who wrote oh, that book. Oh, yeah, that sounds right. And he yeah. also wrote a book, which I have called The Zombie Survival. Survival Guide. Yeah, which yeah. is kind of like tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. But it actually like reads very practically as yeah. well about the scenarios and putting yourself in the right place. And it's kind of tongue-in-cheek. Oh, uh, last little, like, I just want to get your opinion. How do you like Zombieland? I never Zombieland saw the second. Two. I never saw the second one. Yeah, but I did see the first one. I love the first one. That was good. Yeah, yeah. I like I, the the movie's good. I mean, those are fast zombies. Too. Yeah, scary. But the movie was a fun, like that was almost like a kind of a survival guide type movie too. Yes, like with the rules and stuff. I need to. I don't know. Did you watch the second one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I really liked the sequel. It was sequel and kind of it was like meh, but but yeah, I I need to. I did really enjoy the first one. The first one was like a lot of fun. I love just Woody Harrelson, like the way he plays those types oh, of characters yeah. is like perfect. Um, okay, I feel like it's time for how much? It's time for how much? All right, it is time for how much with your host. It's Vinny. It's me. Uh, this one was actually by uh, someone I work with. Uh, his name is uh, Esky. He's a listener of the pod. Esky. He said this in, uh, if I had to guess, I don't actually 100% know. I'm pretty sure he's probably Esquivel if I had to imagine his full name is, but I'm not 100% certain. Esky, I've never heard that before. Uh, but he's Esky. Esky said one uh, in passing, I think because he has listened to the podcast, but I thought this was funny. How much to be Amish for a year? Oh, God. That's a full year. Yes. And I didn't know a lot of things. So in talking about this uh, in at our workplace, there was a lot of things I didn't know about the Amish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that they forego like technologies and things like that. They don't allow have zippers on pants and shit like that. You got to have buttons and stuff like that. Like I did. That's this such a, a weird. Which I mean, I guess if you're like letting go but... of like, yeah, I don't understand. Like the zippers have been around for fucking hundreds yeah, of like, years. What at are this we point, doing for sure? Yeah. Like I don't the button thing. Okay. But... 
Only buttons. What else? What what else have you learned um, about the Amish? I guess they. I don't think they do any cars. I think there's some circumstance that they have like motorized vehicles. There, there's a sect, or oh man, I can't remember what they're called. But they're more, even more primitive than the Amish. I think the Amish have actually. Oh, is it like a Ammonite or something? Yes. 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 Mennonite. Mennonite. Sorry, yeah. no, I'm like Ammonite. Isn't that like a deep That's sea like creature a, from Yeah, like time? a rock or something. <laughs> Ammonite. Um, but the Mennonites are even are like I feel like are what you think of when you're like no technology, nothing like primitive, live like it's like the 1800s. Those people are like way back in time. The Amish have actually kind of they're still pretty, you know, far back. But I think they still they do tractors and cars and stuff and like to help farm. I feel like it's like, like it's another thing we're all with like Jewish people don't ride a car on like Sundays or something. Mm. Maybe it's like that. With probably Amish have people. something like that. Yeah. Only um, for only for practical uses, like no pleasure. You can't like. Just take a joy ride. Yeah. I honestly like, I feel like we've maybe talked about it before. I feel like there's something refreshing about just letting go of technology for a period of time. Like, I feel like that would be an insane experience. It would be. Um, and kind of going back to our apocalypse conversation, that would give me a full year to learn some really awesome survival skills. It's true. So You'd come that out being there. said, I need a, I need my yearly salary. Okay. I'm not going to say how much that is. Less than a hundred thousand. <laughs> I'm not going to say how much it is, but guess <gasps> more than less than a hundred, more than fifty. Okay, that's good. There's a good range in there. Okay. Um, I don't know why I have a problem saying that on a. On I feel a like podcast, you would save a fuck ton of money too. Yeah, you would. You for sure would. Because you're not buying any like fucking. Um, but I think uh, kind of to your point, I think it would be a little bit interesting. You have to grow. If I know you have struggles with facial hair, <laughs> but you have to try. I would love to see your beard at the end of a year. I mean, it's even like, a little long right now. It's going, it's going to get wiry and, and gray. Um, are you growing it out I, for a little summer? Beard no, like no, action? no. Summer's like the it, worst it, time. Come on, your beard is longer than I just it probably haven't is, trimmed right? it in a few weeks. That's yeah. all it is probably. But, wow. um, I, I agree with you. I have to, I would say at least what I make in a year. Um, I also, as true status, I don't make 100K. Um, <laughs> but to say that I make that, plus a little bit on the top, just for having the experience too, is like, hey, you went through with this. Let's just say, okay, all right, I'll say this. Let's say I don't have to be greedy. Um, if all expenses are paid, I don't have to worry about like mortgage or anything like that. I would say 125. Oh, okay. I don't think that's like extravagant. No, I think I would do it for less, maybe like 75, 80. No, see, I think I could also do it for that. <laughs> don't no. think at you. I go lower than Vinny's. No, like, I don't know. Yeah, I was thinking of like, yeah, you're right. I a bit of money that. on the top, you know? Yeah, but I could go lower if I'm being competitive. I mean, if there's no expenses, like if you get to just like say no mortgage for a year, you're saving a shit ton of money on gas, saving a shit ton of money on food. But then you got the bills for like a horse's hooves and. True. Those bet bills get up there, don't they? With but the you horses. get to learn how to make those sweet Amish fireplaces <laughs> too. That was actually very good. Thank you. Uh, the sweet Amish. Do you remember the Amish fireplace commercial? No. You've not seen that? No, I'll, I'll watch it after the pod. Okay, okay. I haven't seen it. There was these late night TV. I think I... Did I get them in Australia? I, I know it from at least being here, but they were late night TV ads where you could buy this like Amish fireplace. Is there like a similar culture in Australia? Anything like that? I mean, maybe... I don't know if Aboriginals like count not for Amish that i know of i don't know because australians aren't fucking insane just <laughs> <laughs> like that's fair that's yeah. fair yeah um no i don't know that there is anything there probably is some religious sect that are like very strict in australia i would agree with that i don't know if it's the degree of like to the extreme of like amish yeah 
I've also heard this thing, and maybe someone can confirm on or deny. I heard there's this thing with like you when you get to like a specific age as an Amish like adult or young adult, they basically let you go out and like fuck your way through the fucking door, yeah, but drink a called? bunch of alcohol and then decide whether you want to come back or yeah, what is that? It's continue called, being it's called something. Continue being like the, the rite scum. of passage. It's basically like, like get you some you, sexually they, like, transmitted go out disease and, like, and get crazy for like a week or something um, like a, a full like seven day bender for me like that, that that makes zero sense in a culture where they're kind of like raising you to be this person and they're controlling all aspects of culture that you go out and like that just seems like so i don't know if it's like like it's just an experiment to get everything out of your system i don't know but it just seems to make no sense to me what is that called rum springer rum springer yeah so rite of passage in adolescence translates it's a german phrase that translates to english as jumping or hopping around rum springer sounds where you have a bunch of shots of rum and then you get a pogo stick that's what i think a rum springer is doesn't that make more sense <laughs> it does yeah you drink a bunch of rum and then you get a pogo stick and see how long you can fucking bounce around on the pogo stick before you eat shit rum springer rum springer they yeah so they they're encouraged to experiment and explore and then and then the idea is that teens will come back to the church after having the modern world experience of course it must be like culture shock i mean imagine if you're that like cut off from the thing but yeah no look what you said i still think i mean all right yeah i'm not going to undercut drew i still think 125 you you can undercut me all you want Uh, daddy (laughs) I just, I don't want to, no, I, I, I'll stick to my guns. Okay. I want to make a little bit of money. I think that's, right. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. 125, 75, 75 yeah. 125. Okay. I, more so, I like just in the, in the context of the apocalypse conversation, like I think I would, you know, want to learn those skills. Well, too, that's encouraged. Like know? carpentry, I feel like, like and all those yeah. kind of things and like farming, farming like being able to cr- bake and cook your own food. Well, I'm sorry. Butchering. As far as I know, probably in that culture, it's probably the ladies that cook. Butcher. A butcher. You could learn how to butcher a lamb. Yeah. Become a real man. It's true. Understand where your food comes from, really. It's true. That's a different type of... Put your hand in the dirt and pull out a potato. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I never want to have to do that. That's too gnarly. I can't <laughs> dig up potatoes. Oh my god, I got some fucking dirt under my nails. Carrots, I could do. You just pull the top. Right. <laughs> oh, is that the noise of camera? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can go that high. <laughs> it like squeaks as it comes out of the earth. I wish it did. I'm like, oh, is someone pulling a carrot out of the ground in the distance? <laughs> All right, that was How Much with your host. It is Vinny. Great to be back on it. How Much. And oh, thanks, Esky. Thank you, Esky. That was that was a fun one. It was a good one. Now you know how much we would be Amish for a year. Yeah. I hope I hope that that experience gives... We can also do Rumspringa. <laughs> right. During that year. Allow us to come back to the real world for a week. Be like, oh yeah, I'm being Amish as shit. I'm ready yeah. to be back in. in can uh, I go back to? Can I do Rum Springer for the rest of the year? There's something like there is something like kind of romantic, and it feels like pure about that experience, like yeah. just letting go of everything. Like I, I know some people. Like honestly, I kind of like the idea of that. Like at the times I go camping and I'm not worrying about my phone, like I do. Yeah, I love it. Generally enjoy I, that. Yeah, it is nice to too. be cut off from the world. I do too. Um, you know what? Uh, we couldn't do without technologies record this podcast oh it's fucking true so um thank you for listening mm-hmm. we are both glad to be back and i'm so happy to have done this in person with you yes likewise it's been so long too um, long and uh, i can promise we're gonna we're gonna um, aspire to do this in person much much more it's true um be sure to check out our Instagram page out without uh, without definite. Uh, what the hell? See, it's been that long since <laughs> I've been haven't done it. I just had a stroke. At without definite aim podcast. Um, and then if you have any ideas for how much, you can always email us without definite aim at yep. gmail.com. Please. Um, 
Remember to check out our podcast pretty much anywhere you can listen to podcasts. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon <laughs> Music. Yes. Did I miss any? No, I think that's it. That was it. All right, cool. Um, we'll see you all next week. Yeah, on the next episode. Next episode without definite aim. We'll Thanks. see you later. All right, peace. Bye.